Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You see, with this simple tincture, we can induce in them the kind of bloodlust euphoria that you would normally need five, six hundred bullets in a minigun to induce in one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Lore Boys Podcast. Uh, my name is James Miller. Today uh, we will be talking about some 40k lore from James and not Ethan. What the heck? Oh, what? How? Who is this mouthing? Yeah, so uh, my name is James Wills is here. What's your name, guys? I'm Ethan. I'm a ogrin girl. <laughs> And I'm Peter, so I guess my next one I'll do a Jamie episode. I will cover a N64 game that he rented from Blockbuster and has an emotional attachment to. So you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna get all the information, but none of the passion. Yeah. All right, I can't wait. Gomon's yeah. Great Adventure. Yeah, yeah. Well, sure, dude. Write it down. <laughs> okay. And I'll I'll do a Peter episode, which, as we've established, is he's the mecha guy of the podcast. So I'm gonna do Gundam. There you go. There Easy go. peasy. <laughs> okay, we all move over one. We all yeah, move exactly. Over one. one seat over until we fall off the end and go back to the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, in terms of people who asked for this, I didn't see anyone who asked for it. There's a lot of people who like the 40K uh, universe, but I didn't see anyone who asked for Ogren specifically. Uh, the reason why I did get into Ogrens uh, is because I've been playing Dark Tide. I uh, recently updated my PC setup, so I have a nice new big screen, a nice new powerful computer. So I've been playing uh, Dark Tide because I can handle all the million bodies running at me now. All the zombos. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I think by all accounts, it wasn't a wonderfully optimized game. I don't know how it, it runs these days, but I think on launch, it was pretty rough. Uh, yeah, it's great for me on my rickety old computer. I yeah, it's it's they just put an update out. Um, I think it, like the anniversary update is is either now or coming. Um, they redid all the skill trees, so I didn't see the skill tree before because I was late to the game. But basically, now you have uh, three main lines down, uh, which has like a grenade ability, um, a, a usable ability, and then some type of like trait that's really good for you. So, for example, right now I'm playing an Ogren that uses a grenade where you only get one grenade, but it fucking hits. Like, if you throw it at a boss, it takes half the boss's health. Holy nice. shit. Yeah, and, like, if you throw it in a big group of... Like, yesterday, there was this huge mob, uh, like, group of mobs coming towards us, and I threw it, and it it shows on the top left whatever you get, like, a kill on, like, a notable unit, and it's, like, Yordo killed Scrab uh, Rager, but, like, six of them came up 
all of the top oh, left. Shit, I just yeah. threw a grenade right at the right spot as they were kind of spawning, and it was beautiful. Um, uh, so yeah, you get your like grenade ability, you get your um, like usable ability. So for me as an ogren, you have like this charge where you run forwards and you knock them all over and you stun them. Um, it's the bowling pin thing, right? Does it have the yeah. bowling pin sound effect? <laughs> it does not. It There's does a mod not. for that for sure, yeah, right? I hope yeah. so, yeah. Um, but the one that I'm using right now because I'm more gun spec is basically you press the button and your reload speed is much faster, your shooting speed is much faster. Um, and you can like get other things in the tree to like make it apply like burn while you're doing it, uh, increase the movement speed of you and your allies while you use this ability. Um, so there's a lot of good little things in there. Uh, and then your third and last thing at the bottom of the tree will be something like uh, 8% of my bullets automatically crit and are refund as, as ammo. Oh, and cool. Okay. So ammo is like kind of hard to cut. Well, not hard to come by, but it is scarce. Like you'll run out of ammo if you're not careful. Now, um, when you say 8% of my bullets automatically crit, is that a deliberate wording or do you just mean 8% of your shots crit? Like, is um, it like every, you know, eighth, every eighth shot out of, or every eight shots out of a hundred automatically crits, or do you just have an 8% crit chain? Um, so the, I think the reason I said it that way is I have lucky, something called lucky bullet. So 8% of my, my, uh, bullets are refunded to me as, as, um, as extra ammo. Okay. But. I got another thing on top of that, that when I get refunded the ammo, it also crits. So oh, cool. Okay. So I would say okay. you said it deliberately. 8% yeah. automatically crit. I would say that, okay. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the skill trees are new. They're super cool. Uh, it's a great reason to come back to the game. Um, I also tried like a melee build where they're, you're an ogren and your heavy attacks are rewarded. So every time you do a big, long, heavy attack, your toughness comes back, which is like your shield. Yeah. Um, it regenerates your health. Uh, you give plus 10% um, damage to other heavy hitters around you. Um, and the game also, like Vermintide, is really you're, you're rewarded for sticking together. So there's like four different classes in the game. Uh, you can play Ogren is what I was really attracted to, which is spoilers, pretty much an ogre. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I wanted to find it organically in the episode. Organically, <laughs> organically, organically. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you can also play as either a zealot, um, what was it, veteran, or a psyker. And Ogren and psyker caught my eyes right away. Um, but right now I'm playing ogre, Ogren, and I just got her to level him to level thirty. Uh, which is like the max level of the game. So now I can have access to like the, the hardest difficulty of stuff. And also I think I have the chance at rolling the best gear. The gear is kind of complicated. Can I ask a, a, a preload question here yeah. before we do jump in the episode? So just tell me if this is going to be on the episode, but like you compared it to Vermintide, which is the, the Warhammer fantasy version of this game, which came out first. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a, there's a clearly defined, I guess, story to that one in terms of like the skaven invasion and you know the the moon the moon is made of green cheese which we, we we've done episodes on this game yeah, yeah, where yeah we talk about this um and there's named characters who are you know characters in a an overarching story i suppose 
Yeah. Uh, my understanding is that Dark Tide is your prisoners, right? On like a penal you started, colony. You start yeah. as a prisoner and uh, shit happens where you break out. But and then so you are, are they like are they established someone. named characters or are are you playing as just like you you're playing as your character? You create and name your character. You create okay. and name your character. You even give it. You get to choose the planet you came from. You get to cool. choose what your defining moment was. Like what was you your defining like, moment? Uh, as an ogren, my defining moment was a mining accident. So I came from a mining planet, and I was like a mining slave. And okay. this big mining accident. You're a miner. Yeah, basically mm-hmm. caused me to uh, get into trouble, and uh, it was it was kind of uh, interpreted as going against um, the Imperium of Man. This this mining accident. I should have been more productive, <laughs> right? Of course, yeah. yeah. You accidentally mined through the Golden Throne. Oh yeah. no! What are you doing? <laughs> it's the gold pickaxe. Like. <laughs> yeah, uh, for Orgrin, that'd be pretty on uh, on on uh, like on brand, I guess. Uh, they're known. Them. You have to keep things away from their immediate vicinity that can be used as weapons, because if it looks like it can be used as a club by uh, an Orgrin, it probably will be. They'll just they'll just club it. Yeah, their they guns, <laughs> their guns that are in the game, uh, Ripper guns, is is like basically a shotgun. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the game, like you can see, like a instead of a reticle, it's like this big square of area, and pretty much all the heads that are in that square are gonna pop whenever you press shoot. <laughs> I've seen you walking uh, around with it. It looks like a piece of PP. It looks like a potato cannon, basically. Like, yeah, just like a tube with a stock on it. <laughs> yeah, and they have to. Those things used to be able to shoot all their ammo very quickly, but they had to put a limiter on it because they found out the ogrins would just shoot all their ammo before the fight even started. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very good very good uh so they have a limiter on it and that's the canon reason why you can only you, you can't auto basically you can only take one shot at a time Gosh, i thought I it would that. be like uh their fingers are too fat to get through the trigger guard it's like <laughs> yeah. that, that that's the safety the prevention measure they put on it to keep them from firing off too fast it's like they just reduce the size of the trigger guard by six percent and now you're like you can't get yeah. your fat little index finger yeah. in there yeah I was playing with a friend of the show, Bobby, who we saw this weekend. Uh, I played with Pete, and I think yep. that was just, it was just us three. Yeah, but then um, we'd had a, a rando rotated. I play as Bobby. Zealot. Oh, yeah. you played as Zealot. Did Bobby yeah. play as Zealot too? He, I he, think he had a Zealot. A Zealot. Yeah. He had as he, but he, since Pete was playing the Zealot, he played his Psyker, I want to say. Okay. Oh, yes, of course. Like the yeah, wizard yeah. class. Yeah. yeah, but you can play all at once. I had a game the other day where it was just uh, all Ogrens. There's just four of us. And we were all saying like big man supremacy and all this <laughs> stuff, right? yeah, yeah. just knocking each other out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wide, wide kings. Hashtag yeah. wide king. Exactly. <laughs> I like to. Uh, I named mine uh, with the random generator Yordo. So I, I'll all caps in chat just say my own name sometimes and things. Yeah. Um, so I try and RP uh, a really dumb player, and that's why I get down sometimes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the game the has some pretty intense difficulty spikes, honestly. I, I haven't played nearly as much, and I just tried my best to make a sister of battle. You can, sort of. Like the Zealot class does have a like a fire based religious branch, I guess. It's like as close yeah. as you get. Yeah. I don't know what the like the zealots are in Warhammer 40k. You know, like I don't know what branch they are from. <laughs> It, they're part of like they're part of like the Imperium of Man. I didn't I didn't really read my backstory. I was just like I'm I mean, I I'm a pilgrimage that. who did something like sinful on a pilgrimage or whatever. So I the Ecclesiarchy is mad at me. 
Yeah. And I guess, Ethan, to further answer your question, when you said it, are there like name? You're not playing as a named person, but there are like named generals and stuff that you do meet. And like okay. a couple of names, I was like, oh, like that cutscene, I, I should know who that is, but I just don't remember kind of okay. thing. Um, I'll be honest, I skipped most of the cutscenes. They didn't feel that great. Uh, there's not like, like in Vermintide, there's a cohesive story, right? There's an act one, two, three, four. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, you're getting something done. There's like a beginning, middle, and end. Dark Time your trust level so like every like your trust level goes up to 30 it's basically your your character level okay. and as you build your trust level you get access to like the place where you can get missions uh the place where you uh, can upgrade your guns the place you can blah blah and, and trust is like how the imperium of man trusts you ex-convict Ex who tried to Ex mine into the golden throne yes Exactly. What was, what was your crime, Peter? What was your character's crime? Some it was a, some religious thing. I I very much did like the RP of like the 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 sister who had sinned and didn't get jacked up on meth and turned into a penitent engine. Like <laughs> like why is, I mean, why is she not currently? His crime was he didn't report a crime. He saw one and he just like put, did a blind eye to it. But I saw it over the mining into the golden road and I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> And I uh, forget why. Sorry, I lost you guys for a second there. My headset died, and I'm back. Um, I'm not sure. I forget why, but the the game gave me like a funny little thing. It's like you saw a guy like spill his mop bucket and not clean it up, and now you're in jail, kind of thing. Like, okay. <laughs> it, it, I forget the exact reason it gave me, but I chuckled at it because it was so like, hey, so small. It's uh Oh, I certainly yeah. hope you've been knocking today. You were you were like yeah. the, your your job in the Imperium was a narc, and you did yeah. narc on somebody, and then obviously you get put on the prison yeah, ship for it. I mean, yeah. it's ultra fascism, right? So if there wasn't yeah. like narcs and going to jail for spilling a mop bucket, like you know, what are we talking? About? You can just take all that filthy water out of their pay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? You bring uh, you, you get hired at a job. Whenever you get hired at a job and they tell you, you got to bring your own filthy water, that's that's false. Okay, you can demand yeah. that they have to give you they have to give you a bucket of of dirty water. Okay, yeah. VFX is almost there, dude. Uh, a, a buddy of mine who works at a different studio than the one that I had worked at had to take a forty nine percent pay cut instead of getting laid off, and the rest of his paycheck is subsidized as a loan from the company. So he is straight up a surf for this VFX studio at this point. I, I'm going to go ahead and say. And I don't know his case, and I don't know Quebec labor law that well. I'm going to go ahead and say he didn't have to do that. He could have taken the layoff and the severance, but he chose to take the pay cut and the. the, the, the that was the two options. He's got kids, <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, straight up now, forty nine percent and in debt to your employer. That right. sounds like the Imperium Man to me. But like, yeah, exactly. who's going to make the next Little Mermaid remake other than these people on their sci fi prison colony? Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. They're so. We'll get to know Ogrins a little bit. Um, Ogrins would be probably too dumb to work on VFX. Maybe a bonehead could do it. Uh, but we'll get into who the Ogrins are, uh, some of the different types, like a bonehead, a bulwark, a gun lugger, an oathbound bodyguard, a bullgrin. These are some of the things that we'll we'll talk about. A bullgrin and a cuckgrin, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the giant like, chair in the corner of the hotel room. <laughs> one of those. One of those sounded a very little like the other. So I guess I'm curious to get the that. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll get to him. Uh, first off, uh, what is an ogren? Is it like a is it a, a monster? But no, it's not. It's just one of um, the groups of people who spread out. Um, at, like Warhammer, we've talked about it before. Like 
humanity kind of expands, 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 expands to a point where they can't all communicate anymore because of what was it? The big there's ten ten thousand years warp of storms, ten thousand yeah, years of warp storms that that yeah. destroy all communication and civilizations across the galaxy kind of disintegrate. Right, and they also evolve on their own too, outside of of, of being from 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 yeah. Earth. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, one of the side effects uh, was the Ogren, the Homo sapiens gigantis. Um, okay. So it's a huge and physically powerful abhuman mutant subspecies of humanity. Uh, so abhumans, there's a bunch of abhumans in uh, the Warhammer 40k universe. Um, another one that you'd probably know is a ratling. Um, that's uh, a rat man. Oh. That's also the main enemy in um, Vermintide. A ratling? Um, a, um, a human rat? Uh, well, maybe I should double check that now yeah, that no. you say now that Rat- you say that with. with <laughs> I mean, so like, there's like rattling gunners who are in Vermintide for sure, right? Um, I've never heard of a rattling in 40k. Not to say that there's not. I've never, I've never heard of ab humans in 40k. They are. You know uh, it looks like they're basically. Um, I think they're like hobbits. They look kind of like mm. halflings, but halflings who were in Vietnam. Because this guy's got, like, the deer hunter head, the headband on here. Since the Emperor's stasis on the Golden Throne began at the end of the Horus Heresy, however, only the lesser abhuman mutants, such as Ogrens and Ratlings, are allowed full citizenship at the Imperium. Okay. Yeah, I think Ratlings in Vermintide are different. Okay. I think they are Skaven, not humans. Ratlings in the Imperial Guard seem to be humans with the uh, diminutive nomenclature of Rat. Ah, okay. They have well, hobbit a, feet as well. It's a good thing you're like here because I would have made that mistake. And you're right because you said the other game is from the fantasy one version of the game and not the forty. It, it all seems like fantasy to me. If I'm being honest, that's but, fair. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, often, this ogre is in space, Jamie. It is completely different than an alternate universe that has fantasy <laughs> yeah, animals in it. Okay, it's obviously <laughs> yeah. sci-fi. Next, next, you're gonna call Star Wars fantasy. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So what makes an ogren? You basically have to have a cold and barren planet that has high gravity. Uh, one example is Anarch Zeta, uh, which is why they're larger and heavier and bulkier uh, compared to baseline humans. So they got to stay warm. Uh, they got to have big bones for big gravity. And, and that's kind of how it happens. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you think- a lot of calcium for big bones. Do you think more high gravity would make bigger animals? I think I feel like we'd have fewer elephants if our gravity was high. There's a problem called the like square cube, air cube. cube. Yeah. Law and I think you're right and gravity is what makes that hard because like the bigger it gets, the more, more energy, energy that it right, needs. Need, yeah. yeah. And I but guess, guess you need more energy to yeah, work against. You have the Okay, so that that and this might be Lorboy's canon, that explains the uh the uh poor intellect of ogrens right if their yeah. calorie count you know uh evolutionarily oh, yeah. speaking has been yeah. towards making big bones and making big muscles move uh then they'd have less for big thinking brain calcium True. not big on the brain thing it's not like omegas or fish fats right exactly and they also uh don't need to work together as much like you don't see them working together uh, you see them kind of on their own. And I know one of the theories that our brains got big is socialization and communication. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're not, yeah. if you don't got to talk to another Ogren, uh, then you don't need that much more brain, I guess. 
Yeah, the internet's working on undoing all that uh, God's work that gave us big brains. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unsocializing people. Uh, they actually, so they do. Uh, they are dumb. They're big dumb. Um, but they compensate for their mental deficiencies with overwhelming physicality. Uh, they're about ten Terran feet or three meters, and I think Terran feet are just normal feet. <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> well, if it's if it's three. Uh, regular Earth meters, then yes, it is. Ten Terran feet is uh the same as Earth uh meters. But if it's ten Terran feet is three Terran meters, then we have no idea. We yeah, have no what, if, reference. what if these big dumb idiots on their high gravity planet have like wider squatter rulers, so they also <laughs> think that they're not as tall as they actually are? <laughs> yeah. it, the the wiki says the uh, the brutish creatures stand stand around ten Terran feet, and they could. I almost read British. <laughs> like, oh, he's a feet for the British creatures now. <laughs> uh, I feel like they would have a big British accent when they get the hobbits get caught by them, though. Everybody is like criminally like Cockney in Dark Tide. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Games Workshop. It's a British IP, right? It is. It is, yeah. it is from. They're keeping it local, dude. It's just <laughs> support your local freaks. <laughs> Yep. Um, so they can like shrug off wounds that would kill an Imperial Guardsman uh, several times over. Uh, they are the tanks in Dark Tide. Uh, Dark Tide is if I didn't, if you guys didn't ever play it, you just play as a group of people, and there's waves of zombies, and you have some type of art. Not really, actually, zombies. People it's, who are infested with chaos. Yeah, it's the it's the Left 4 Dead play loop, right? Like, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can think like recent cod zombies where there's a goal on top of it or left for dead or uh yeah you're, you're constantly running and killing basically yeah. yeah yeah uh so yeah they're they're basically the tanks if you build like the middle skill tree you can get like tons of health um you can get a lot of toughness toughness is like your shield that regenerates quickly when you're uh in a group so if it's kind of like a meme uh there's like collectibles you can get like uh, different uh, resources to help uh, respec your guns or buy new guns and um, breaking group cohesion to run out and get one of these collectibles in a critical time is like a meme in the in the dark tide community that mm-hmm. you oh, just cool. basically get yourself killed uh, over like five resources or yeah, something 15 uh, last steel <laughs> worth dying for exactly yeah. yeah especially in the higher difficulties like you cannot break group cohesion just to go get that wait until everything's dead and go get it or go as a group together to get it kind of yeah. thing yeah um, there's, there's something tricky about these like uh co-op multiplayer games like for like pve co-op multiplayer games where when you do ratchet up the difficulty and you're playing with pug groups or even sometimes your own stupid friends uh it's like Sometimes you just get that lightning in a bottle where like you either have a good night or you just like meet the right like pug group where you guys are yeah. like all on the same wavelength and it feels so fucking good. Yeah. And then 90% of games are just like you're so frustrated because that one fucking idiot ran Dude, off yeah, and gets yeah, you yeah. all killed, right? Yeah. Like, it's been like 50-50 for me so far. I've had a lot of really solid groups. Yeah. Um and you feel it right from the beginning. You you can see like how people are moving, like sticking together, uh like waiting for each other or like pinging ammo when they're they can tell that your ammo is lower than theirs. Yeah. Like, like knowing when to share is huge. Um, yeah. I mean, but- yeah, I, I say 90%. I am probably 
speaking of evolution, humans are risk averse. And it's probably like the negative experiences that my human human psyche brain is like, no, no, these are these are way outweighing the good times. But yeah, I have old habits that I'm trying to fix. So like my non Bobby and Jamie games with pubs have been like, oh, these guys, I don't even know why they're playing this game. They're not participating whatsoever. Like I don't I they just need their dopamine hit because I know I've been an ammo hog in Deep Rock. Yeah. constantly tagging resources in dark tide because i'm like i I can't be that guy again new (laughs) new game new me no one ever turns around and comes to get ammo or anything they're just like like, walking in a straight line i was like you know what this is gonna be a good habit habit to bring back to deep rock at some point right yeah (laughs) (laughs) i've been playing kind of an ammo hog build like i built all the way towards guns and like i said i get like refunds on my bullets and stuff and then like they apply burn stacks and they reduce my cooldown for my like basically gun zerker uh, cooldown. Yeah, and uh, it's so fun. I play with like a big heavy machine gun, uh, where basically you just like aim for heads and click once. And but then whenever there's a big group of them, you just like unload and like mow them down. And it gets to the point where like there's so much pink mist from everything you're killing that you can't even see what you're aiming at anymore. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's very fun. Uh, like it, it seems like the the meta's kind of in flux right now because the new skill trees came out in the last two weeks. So I can't find like a solid build. So I've just been making my own and having a lot of fun with it. So, but when next time when I play with you, Pete, I'll play a melee build. So we're not fighting for ammo. Yeah, no, no I was gonna say next time you play with Pete, take all the ammo, make yeah. him prove it. You know, <laughs> I've been doing fire mostly, like damage over time, and then also yeah. the game is maybe like fifty five, forty five melee to gun the ammo is pretty scarce like you do need to rely on and on the melee, melee and the melee is like fairly satisfying i've got like a two-handed sword with a parry and a counter now which is like a super generous window like getting up close and personal with a, a chain sword or something like that is pretty yeah. it's still I mean, pretty dope. it makes sense so in in warhammer 40k like when you play the game it is hyper future but like every Everybody has melee units except for like, you know, the Tau are are notoriously like very, very long range and very few melee units. But like every yeah. race has melee units. It's always very viable. Like a, um, all my yeah. expensive figurines have a sword instead of a gun, right? For yeah, yeah. It's like, like this is a battle. Ultimate like, swords. Yeah. Yeah. This is a battle is a great example where I'm pretty sure they're like drop to drop troops where you drop like after you deploy all your minis. I'm pretty sure you deploy the sister of battle. Uh, so like everyone has set up their battle lines and then you get to drop them as like a, okay you've you've shown Some of the me flying your units can can do that but like i know like the again I, i'm playing the character of like the 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 embarrassed sister of battle who hasn't been turned into a monster there are like corpses of sinners that are just jacked up full of drugs with electric whips for hands now and those are like apparently very strong <laughs> I don't play the game and I don't want to just paint a bunch of flesh colored monsters, but yeah. And melee, especially once you get like on the higher difficulties where there's just hordes and hordes of enemies, like the, the AOE nature of the melee where you can do these big sweeping strikes and kind of just like hold a stairway or a doorway or something seems really strong. And the fact that you just don't have to spend ammo for that is, is so good. But at the same time, having someone who's good with a gun, who can like you let's say you approach the room from the second floor you can see all the the high the value targets pick those off before jumping down that helps a lot too so there's it's good for both but i think you can completely beat the game without shooting a single bullet um but at the same time uh 
bullet fun. This, it, they do a lot better job with the guns on uh, Dark Tide than Vermintide, where there's only a couple options for guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, like mean, the, I like the guns. I mean, yeah. like the elf in uh, Killian, Killian. That, yeah. That's the one that I played. Yeah, the elf played like, the most at least. She's she's primarily ranged, but yeah, I mean, it is yeah. fantasy yeah. primarily melee combat. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's I the think Gruber too has has a build path where you can play him as like a musket man, like a like a minute man essentially. And he's primarily ranged then, but right. Yeah, we were talking with the, about with Bobby at the bar, and we were like, ah, this is more guns. That was more melee. He's yeah. like, no, there's guns in Vermintide, and we're like, yeah, there are, but it's like a pe- pepper mill pistols for the priest dude, right? Yeah, you can really play like every character can really play with a gun in in Dark Tide, and yeah, and, yeah. I mean, you cannot play the witch uh with a gun. I don't think she has a gun option at all. The but pyromancer, she, she is ranged. Like she does, yeah. just just do ranged attack, ranged spells. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I kind of agree with Bobby. I think like you can you can play, I want to say any of the classes as a primarily gun class if you want to. But range, I might, yeah. I might be. Just, I yeah. I haven't even played that one as much. As you guys have. Yeah, fair, fair. Yeah, and guns definitely seem like a lot more at the forefront in uh, in Dark Tide than they did in in Vermintide. But like you said, you can make a a good ranged build yeah. in in Vermintide as well. It being yeah, the future, it's nice. We're not still using. Future. Yeah, exactly. We're not using a, a year 40,001 bow and arrow. Against... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. I'm, sure, uh, I'm sure there's some class. I mean, I think the Sisters of Battle have crossbows, some of them. Oh, um, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's an attachment for a gun is the crossbow that I have on one of my <laughs> characters. So she has a crossbow on top of her gun, uh, which is just fancy, I guess. It's like right? small ninja shit, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> put, a fucking, yeah. Uh, put a fucking crossbow on top of your fucking six hour. Like, yeah. Uh, so if you're wondering who the Orgrin's distant ancestors were, it, they were baseline humans during the age of technology. Um. But thousands of years in harsh terrains and the brutal living conditions um, st- at the start of the Age of Strife caused the fall of the first interstellar uh, civilization of mankind. Uh, it, it Basically, around that time, they, they had to grow real big to deal with the environment. Deal with the creatine gotcha. sandstorms yeah. on their desolate planet. Oh, yeah. God, I'm so mankind not here anymore. We have to grow big to not let gravity beat us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep. Um, so Ogrens are said to be even less intelligent than some orcs. Um, however, the truth is that their intellects did not actually atrophy, but became much more focused on matters such as survival. So like kind of what Ethan was saying. Such as Wait. hitting I have a PhD in hitting stuff with a rock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it makes me just as smart as a guy who makes rockets. Just it yeah. makes me just as smart as a, an orc. I, yeah. I want to I want to take a point of umbrage and discuss some lore with you guys about saying some of them are smart as orcs. I'm going to say I think orcs are smart because I think in the case of orcs, being smart is subjective because if sure. orcs believe something enough, it becomes true. So right. h- how do you be dumb? If you if you think the wrong thing and you think it hard enough and enough of you think it, it becomes true. Yeah. So you're technically always smart as long as you're thinking true. with a mob mentality, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That, a big argument for IQ tests is cultural bias uh, that you'll find like like you go 
let's say into a third world country and you give them an IQ test, they might not know how to do these like problems uh, of like these language tricks and stuff, but they could kill an animal, gut it, survive on their own out there. Uh, they, yeah. they, they, they have like different types of intelligence. Um, we should so, like, yeah. float one of those mesh bags full of Rubik's cubes over to the Sentinelese and see how they do with those and then <laughs> yeah. judge them here in the West. Uh, it's like opportunities. Like you can study for an IQ test, right? And yeah. you'll, you'll do better if you study for it. It's just like exactly. the SATs, right? But it's like, well, it's kind of a test designed just like a lot of Western tests are designed that yeah. since you were a kid, you went to school and learned how to study for those specific kind of tests, which are yeah. when you think back to your schooling not super relevant to real life at all. Not in, in the way. least. Yeah, <laughs> so, no. like, it's relevant yep. to passing an IQ test, I guess. But Exactly. And that's why IQ tests are only relevant within like the sample population that you made the test for. So, yeah. Yeah. and uh, an IQ test of 100 uh, doesn't mean that you have an IQ of 100. It means you're perfectly average. Well, I guess it does mean you have an IQ of 100, but it's not a, a score that uh, is, is, is like stays the same. It's not static. It's dynamic. It's, it's whoever the the most average person in the room is. They're always going to be a hundred. So uh, yeah, yeah. Always for the audio I'm listeners right now, Jamie's person. currently pointing to that uh, mannequin head he has covered in the regions of the brain, and he's pointing it out with his calipers. Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's got his, his phrenology calipers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so how how so what would a an ogre and IQ test look like? Uh, an ogre and IQ IQ test would probably be like three clubs and three holes and you know, one <laughs> one of them's That's like a club with test, a, maybe. Hmm. a yeah, triangle yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i was thinking like three card monty but on top of three giant clubs but it's a regular like man-sized playing card <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like trying to remember where the club is on the oh, folding yeah. table oh i was thinking of the clubs as oh. cards so like a little ping pong ball just like crushed by a giant club yeah. and then like <laughs> shuffling them around <laughs> One thing that you wouldn't put into um, their IQ test is anything that involves psychic abilities, um, because the genes that enable psychic abilities are unknown among Ogren as a result um, of them being so like hyper-focused on survival. Do you know okay. if they can be affected by psychers or like chaos demons, or are they too... Are they like resistant to it? Yeah, exactly. Um, I can't tell... They must fuck. That's how babies are made. But like, do they? Like, I know they. I know they copulate for reproduction. But do right. they fuck? You know. I think they fuck. Like, I, this, I think what they. A slanesh, would like what would a slanesh visiting the planet and turning it into one big orgy look like when it was Ogrins, right? Yeah. Just like, like a you know, soccer the, riot. Yeah, it's like a like a butcher freezer with like cow uh, corpse, like the the butchered cow corpses hanging on, just like slap it into each other, right? Like I. <laughs> I think you'd know, yeah. I think if you're within like a kilometer, I'm not sure how many Terran feet that is, but you'd be within that radius. You'd probably hear what's going on, yeah, or smell it certainly. Yeah. Well, that's let's 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 get on oh, right into our that's next. That's good because I was just about to make a joke about them probably secreting pheromones, but let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, so they have awful, uh, awful hygiene, and they're also very claustrophobic. And. Fair. So at the beginning of every Dark Tide mission, uh, the loading screen while you're waiting to get into your mission is you're in the back of your air vehicle. Yeah. And you're shoulder to shoulder. And if there's like three ogrens in your party, you are just like one tiny little person surrounded by three giants. And they're extremely smelly and claustrophobic. Uh, so they're 
they can only be loaded into carrier vehicles with great difficulty. So <laughs> I can imagine them with like the, you know, like those things you have to put around like the cat that wants to scratch you, like the neck thing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or the little yeah. little sock you can put over its ears as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they have to wrangle all these stinky ogres into the into the carrier vehicles, and only if a commanding officer is present will they actually get in. They'll fight their way out if not. Uh, <laughs> And yeah, so they're hard to get if, around. If you just but... if you just spray like a uh, is there like an ogren catnip which you could just like <laughs> put in the in the crate to to help them out? Probably like something fun to destroy at the end. Uh, a bunch of phone books to rip in half in the back. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Just a house of cards, like a, a massive house of cards built right at the back of the cage. <gasps> like <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, Kevin Spacey tapping his lap to ask them. That that'd be good. That'd be a good thing to destroy, right? Yep. Is, uh, yeah, the yep. thing that every ogren wants to destroy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, if you're ever wondering what an ogren speech uh, looks like, it is in um, low gothic. It's usually spo- speech patterns of low gothic, similar to those in orcs. Yeah, high high gothic being the language of the Imperium. Presumably being like a fancier language than what they speak. They probably speak why the the why use many word when few word do trick, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh them being also um not the smartest, they're much better followers than leaders. Um so if someone like the Emperor of Mankind uh were to recruit them uh to the Imperium of Man. They are very susceptible to uh, worship and loyalty. Like it's said that sometimes, like junior officers or like footmen and stuff uh, in the Emperor of Mankind will make friends with an ogren. And in battle, like if that man's ever in trouble, the ogren will just come like out of nowhere and smash the foes and stuff. Okay. <laughs> like a golden retriever. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and will literally a, die a for wagon, their... like. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yeah, if a big turkey leg, yeah, just if you ever wake because they're ten feet tall. Like no, no, down, boy, down, down, down. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. it's okay. <laughs> if you ever wake up and you're in the 40k universe and you have to go into battle, like try and make friends with an ogre, and I think that's your best bet. You know, okay, yeah, just tap yeah. a little Mars bar into his front pocket. There, you're just like, hey, buddy, how you doing? Just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably Dude, a Babe was, Ruth, was, right? Was yeah, was Sloth from uh, Goonies and Ogren? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he loves Babe Ruths. Yeah. yeah. Baby uh, Ruth, baby <laughs> Ruth. <laughs> it's a good movie. Um, so some of them are not so smart, but there are some that are smarter than the others, and they are chosen as candidates for the biochemical Ogren neural enhancement procedure. And if you're, oh, it's flowers for Algernon. It's that's what they're doing. They're gonna make them smart <laughs> temporarily. Yeah, so biochemical ogre neutral ex- enhancement procedure comes out as bone, bone. procedure. Oh. Yeah, hence boneheads, gotcha. Which, boneheads, yeah. Oh, you already know about boneheads. Well, you said it at the top of the show, you, you said, said it, like yeah. some of the smarter ones. So. Ah, okay, okay. So yeah, boneheads are the smarter ones. Um, they often are like portrayed with um, like kind of like a Terminator half their face with like metal underneath with like a red eye. So I was uh, I was fully picturing a sideshow Mel with like the tall hair and a bone stuck through it, you know. Okay. No, <laughs> I was thinking like a metal skull cap where they would have put like a smarter man's brain in its body, basically. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 
Uh, here, let me grab. I'll grab a picture because it's it's not like what you guys are thinking. Have they? Are they smart enough to invent slightly larger showers so they don't feel so claustrophobic? Is there one like? Is there uh-huh. one now that's smart enough to be able to do grout? I don't he, think they shower often. He does kind of look like sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Not the resemblance is there. Definitely. All that yeah. mechanicus tech in his head, he still looks like he's having trouble reading. So I don't know how smart the boneheads actually are. <laughs> yeah. So the recipients of the procedures refer to themselves as boneheads. Um, they have they're more smart, but they're not like probably smarter than us. Like they're smart for ogrens, but ogrens will like they they have to be kept busy or else they'll just get into fights, kind of like orcs will. They they're just very violent and not very smart. So these guys are just like a little bit smarter okay and they're the they're the brains of their units and the other ogrens uh will actually respect that even though they don't fully understand why why the boneheads want to do things they look to them for leadership on and off the battlefield yeah Yeah. you got games on your phone like (laughs) cold encrusted hand like going reaching out for it (laughs) yeah uh, whenever a bonehead uh, is in a unit, it has few disciplinary problems, a clearly established hierarchy. So, like, these are the things the, that you talk to him and you talk to him and, and they, they sort it all out. Kind of. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. There's a pissing order. Exactly. Uh, they're brutal, but effective leaders. Um, so in you can imagine uh, they usually send ogrens in the front line. Um, with uh, shock, shock troops, I think it's fair to say. <laughs> yes, shock troops, exactly, exactly what they are. And um, you can imagine the ones bellowing out orders um on the front lines would be the boneheads, okay. and the other ogrens would be listening. Um, some examples that of weapons that they might use: a latrine shovel is featured in game. Uh, Very for cool. Dark yeah. Tide. Um, you can get like a riot shield and a mace, which is my personal favorite combo because if there's ever snipers, you can like walk forward with the riot shield. I'd love um, to know what the bonehead's tactical readouts look like that they're giving to the <laughs> lower ogre. And it's just like, it's just a barely organized pile of rocks, but they totally know what they're talking about. Like trying oh, yeah. to explain to somebody else. It's like all the rocks look the same. Well, yeah. like the, the picture that Jamie posted has like a, he's got like a red monocle, like a gadget or whatever, like embedded over his eye, essentially he's got like a servitor eye for people. Yeah, that's familiar it. And, with the and, universe. A, and yeah. like picturing what the, like the tactical HUD is for him there, where it's just like, <laughs> It's like just like a triangle and then a triangle shape that he's got to like put it into, you know, <laughs> or like yeah. <laughs> all the text that's on like the Terminator site is like so complicated. Like it's super, super simplified, big font on his yeah, yeah. head. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, what do you got to do next, bonehead? That's right. Kill the enemies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's got yeah. like a Blue's Clues AI assistant on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Steve from Blue's Clues is actually the one like orchestrating every bonehead <laughs> unit or every open unit. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh that's what a bonehead looks like. I've also posted another picture of that's a bonehead um sergeant. He's leading a squad of Ogren. Uh, you don't really see his red eye there, but I'm sure he's got it underneath it all. And he's got a, a like a bullet, and you can see all the the bullet shells flying. Like he's probably shot twenty shots uh, before the bullet could hit the ground. How many of those would have crit and then been refunded to his clip? 
Eight <laughs> percent. Uh, if you built the way that I'm built, twenty, but, then it would be one point six. If, if there's twenty shots, then it's one point six, yeah, right? One point six. Yep. And of those twenty that I shot, um, if I got one point six back, that one gives me another chance to get another. And it goes on and on. But anyways, just like investments. Yeah. Yeah, I have compound interest on this lead. Anyways, well, there's going to be a few more types of ogrens that uh, I'd like to talk about, but I think this is a perfect time uh, to take a little break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, and welcome back to Lore Boys. Um, we are talking about the Ogren, which is the ogres of the Warhammer 40k universe. We just finished talking about boneheads. You can call me bo- bonehead in my pants. You can call you can call me bone pants because I got boner. <laughs> nice, dude. That's sick. Patreon.com. <laughs> boner audio. <laughs> yep. Uh, and we're on to to bulwark. Um. Um, okay, this uh, is the one that I thought. Oh no, I, what was it? Uh, there was one like honorary ceremonial guard or something that I was like, this one doesn't sound like the other ones. We there. Let me read. I'll go back up. We got bull. We got boneheads, bulwarks, gun luggers, oathbound bodyguard. Which is that's the one. Yeah, oathbound there you bodyguard. Go. Yeah, you said that the first time. I was like, well, that doesn't sound like gun lugger or bonehead. <laughs> we got yeah. We got bullgrins. We got ogren charonites. We even have chaos ogrens. Oh no! My favorite of which being the ogren berserkers, which we'll talk about. Um, Excited, pretty, yeah. Um, but we're we're still all the way back at um, the bulwark, right? Bulwark, yeah. So bulwark is a unit you will run into in um, Dark Tide. They are the guys with the big ass shields that are annoying because you can't shoot them from the front. That does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're like enemies. They're, they're enemies. Yeah. 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 You can fight against them. Uh, in this case, they're they're chaos, but they're usually on the side of humanity. Okay. Then. So uh, the Imperium of Man uh, recruits these massive creatures as shock troops, arm them with crude and simple weapons before pointing them at the enemy and unleashing them on their foes. So. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Yeah. So they don't. These are like the like hundred percent tanks. You can kind of play as one. The, they don't call you a bulwark if you use a a, sh- a riot shield and a mace, but you basically are one. Um, yeah, that's one of the things I noticed in the builds in this game is like of the terms from 40k that I know, the builds 
it's like in a licensed game. Like the builds you spec into are always just like legally distinct Chinese knockoff version of a game's workshop piece, which I find very bizarre. Like Zealot yeah. has the like I was saying, the sister of battle tree, but it's called like Pyromancer or something because it's fire yeah. obsessed or whatever. There might be yeah, I, I have no idea, honestly, but it might be like a you need to abide by certain strict rules if you're gonna use the IP. Yeah. Whereas yeah, yeah. if you just work outside of the IP, then you probably have a lot more flexibility to do it. Yeah, it's like want. Disney. That's like, yeah. well, we wouldn't want people to get the wrong impression of these giant dumbasses who use shields, so yeah. you can't call yeah. them bulwarks in no, your game. No, no, and, no, no, no. Mickey Mouse would never split his enemies he- head open and drink the brains from inside. He would simply <laughs> flay them alive. You're, yeah. you're thinking of Goofy. I think <laughs> I get it too, <laughs> though. <laughs> <like>. <laughs> Because, like, every build is going to be a little different, too. Like, if you just picked Bulwark, there's, like, so many different ways you could build a Bulwark, I think. Because there's the three main trees, but there's options to cross over into the other, like, lines. Basically, every few upgrades. Yeah, like, node-node split, node-node-node split sort of thing. So, like, my current build is the complete right side all the way down, but I also split and I grab the bottom half of the, or the bottom third of the second tree, too. Right. But any, anyways, I can see why they might not just name you straight up Bulwark, because there's there's a lot of middle ground, too. I want to say, and yeah. we got to do Sisters of Battle or someday, because I don't know Sisters of Battle, but Sisters of Battle are closer to Astartes, I think, than Astra Militarium. Right, which I think Ogren are Imperial Guard. They're right? part of the Ecclesiarchy, specifically. So, so they're like Inquisition. So it, like yeah. that might be another thing too. It's like maybe just like you're you have the class that's building up to them, but in terms of like lore power levels, like you you couldn't approach a Sister of Battle because then you'd be way outpacing like an Ogren or or whatever the other classes are, you know? Yeah, and I don't have any of the like miracles that I can summon to. Like my faith in the Emperor is weak. Yeah. At present, at least, I think I'm level 11 out of 30. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've been calling them boneheads. They're boneheads with an apostrophe instead of an H. Oh, it's phonetic. Oh, yeah, I didn't make that clear enough. <laughs> but I, I, I thought it said bonehead. Bonehead? No, I guess it's, I, it's, it's I easy to... I chose to hear bonehead as a non-Cockney <laughs> person, I guess. Yeah. It's not on you, don't get me wrong. Yeah, uh, so we're still on to the, um, the Bulwarks, and that's who they are. They got the big shield, they got a mace usually, and they're annoying. Usually you save like a grenade for them, or get someone melee to turn them around so you can get them from the other side. Over here, look, a deck of cards! <laughs> yeah. In combat, the Bulwark is an embodiment of primitive savagery and rage, fighting without the thought of restraint or self-preservation. Uh, they attack every enemy within range, so they do just big old swings uh, with bone-crunching force, uh, armor buckles, bodies shatter in their wake. Uh, they are immune to pain, injury, and fear, uh, blindly charging through whatever obstacle stands between them and their enemy. So yeah, exactly uh, like Goofy. Ethan, you were right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the sight of a bulwark. If you were uh, one of the men fighting and you saw a bulwark ahead of you, it's a huge sign of encouragement and inspiration. Um, so usually when there's like a particularly vicious adversary, the, um, some Astra Militarium regiments will send their organs in as like a champion, um, to get morale going and also to bowl down whatever's up front. Yeah. You think instead of a targeting beacon or anything like that to get the Ogren to go somewhere, they just whip out a big tennis ball to get them to go get it. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'd picture like a, a cartoon slab of 
you know? Uh, yeah, the perfect, the perfect <laughs> snake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the the long and short of what it is to be a bulwark. You can kind of build towards a bulwark, like we were saying. You can definitely up your toughness. You can up your health. Um, there's things that you can get that like reduce your damage by ten percent while you're swinging your weapon. Uh, all these types of things that are more like tanky or bulwarky. Um, next up is a gun lugger, and you can imagine what this one is. They lug guns. <laughs> now, um, is that is lugger uh, like a Cockney way of saying lover? <laughs> I could, oh, I just L- lug a mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's L U G G. Yeah, yeah. Lug me wife. Love lug the emperor. Me- Simple as. Simple as. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so this is the most skilled ogre and marksman, but you will really like you're not gonna see an amazing marksman here. Usually they have guns that are short range, like the blaster we talked about earlier, um, or a heavy machine gun. They're usually better at causing a lot of damage from up close rather than uh, like sniping someone from the back lines kind of thing. Ogren marksman test. It's like he he actually cleared 60% of the broadside of a barn from the inside. He's the most skilled marksman that we have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they get so into it when they'll stand and shoot till all their bullets are out and where they'll have to be reminded to keep moving forward. Um. <laughs> <laughs> they just like power down when they run out of ammo. It's like like a big gob of drool just coming off their bottom lip. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, buddy, we need to reload now. There's more Xenos to slaughter. Oh, like, oh. yeah. Oh. And while they're shooting, there's childlike glee on their face. It's I mean, okay, okay. So yeah. their their mags are definitely like triangle shaped, and there's a triangle hole in their gun. I was gonna say exactly yeah. that on the <laughs> side of the gun. <laughs> <laughs> just like trying to line it up like oh it's okay buddy keep trying you're doing good yeah. okay. the grenade yeah. goes into the circle hole and the mag's got the triangle clip on the side yeah. Yeah. What, what shape's this magazine that's I think okay. it's the clover hole as, an, as the imperium I think I would give them circle mags just because like a triangle or a square you can like rotate it and it not line up properly True. But a, well, a not circle... if it was an equilateral triangle, and there you could store more as well. No, you, store more. No, triangles. you can always you fuck up, up an equilateral triangle for you sure. You just do it opposite. Oh, yeah. that's true. Star yeah, David. It. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Sorry, I was thinking too hard about that when I fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah, so someone obviously didn't have the triangles and triangle hold toy yeah, when they were growing it, up. Yeah, exactly. Don't try and uh, think the ogres there, Pete. You gotta, you gotta calm down, buddy. Okay, yeah, you do what you do best. <laughs> You, you do yeah. silent pantomime whenever you think of a good physical comedy joke for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we got, yeah, we we changed the circle mags and um, we just our, our productivity has been a bit doubled, you know, because yeah. we don't have all these guys uh, putting them upside down in the back. Yeah. That's yeah. right, the square hole. Yep. Um, they're often seen sweeping their great weapons back and forth in wide arcs grinning stupidly as they pulverize their targets with concentrated streams of high caliber fire. And this is the build I play, by the way. This is very okay. fun. Yeah. This is why you got to steal all Pete's ammo. Exactly. Because yeah. I'm, I'm having childlike glee in the back with my... <laughs> At level 30, Jamie unlocked his circular peg, which I haven't gotten to. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait till I circular peg, Jamie. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, like I said, the expenditure of all their ammo uh, or the occasional weapon jam can also cause um, this time not just shutting down, but wildly destructive tantrums uh, <laughs> among these trigger happy brutes. It's like it's like blue balls for a gun lugger, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just run in and start smashing enemies with their machine with their gun. gun. Ra- yeah. yeah, yeah, like hold yeah. it by the barrel. It's basically a hammer at that point, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. To be fair, it's it probably weighs sixty pounds. Look at this thing. So. <laughs> yeah. In Dark Tide, you can get a grenade launcher, and uh, you can only shoot the grenade launcher when aiming down sights. And if you try and shoot it while not aiming down sights, you use it as a heavy attack. Oh, yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah. Do you just load a, a cannonball? There's like a straight up like wad in there? <laughs> they're explosive. I'm not sure what it is, but there also is a way to build so your explosions are bigger. I just don't like the... Because you only get like 30 or 40 shots with the, with the grenade launcher, which is like you can make a lot happen with those 30 or 40 shots but i'd much rather have 600 shots in a, a machine gun than yeah yeah is yeah. it is it like uh is it like vermintide where like you have this grenade launcher but it's your you you would you would be playing a melee class and then you'd have a, a grenade launcher as like your secondary weapon or you could do that you could build that yeah. way um it feels to me like that's probably it's intense right just to be like you're yeah. playing melee first but sometimes you get these big bombs and you just need to drop a grenade in the middle of them yeah, yeah, it seems like the best way to build everything is have a good uh, AOE and have a good single target or like have a good way to deal with bosses and have a good way to deal with swarms. And yeah. melee is always a good way to deal with swarms and a grenade launcher would be a good way to deal with the boss. So I could <laughs> see that being a good way to do it, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, other members of the units rely on the relentless fire of the gun lugger because they use it as uh, suppressing fire, basically. Uh, and they can sneak on up while their crazy ogres are laying in the clips from the back. Like they're probably also when they're at least when they're going through the the childlike glee, yeah. Uh, to to having too much fun to think about self preservation, right? So that's like the oh, ultimate yeah. suppressing fire, where it's like they're not even thinking about keeping themselves alive at all. It's oh, yeah. just laying down, <laughs> laying it down, you know. That's it, and they can take. They are like the tanks, so exactly they they're just. What's taking a couple bullets if you're putting out 600, right? Yeah, big mm-hmm. gravity may give big bones, block big bullets. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yep. Um, Oathbound bodyguard. So this is uh, the one that kind of stuck out. Um, but they just make excellent bodyguards because they're super loyal, determined, and really hard to kill. It's just like the name is really putting lipstick on a pig, right? <laughs> <laughs> this here is my oathbound bodyguard. Hello? It's like, yeah. It's like a like finger up the nose to the knuckle, you know? Like yeah. Just... <laughs> and that's the one he pulls out to shake your hand when he meets yeah, you. Exactly. And the string yeah. is still connected. Yeah, it's still too. connected. Like, yeah. Hello. <laughs> yep. Gives a salute, pokes himself in the eye with his booger covered. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so if you are lucky enough to put lipstick on a pig, um, you'll be respected by the other officers in the Astro Militarium. It's, it's a big honor to have. Uh, oh, so this isn't guard. like this isn't like an assigned Ogren. duty. This is like a um, you found a you found a dog that liked you enough, right? By it said, so this isn't a an a like an assigned duty. This is a you you got lucky enough to find an ogren that likes you. Like you're charismatic enough to have gotten one that likes you, right? Yeah. <laughs> so something in your journeys uh, have, have won you the the respect or the love of a of an ogren. Yeah. Oh, the love. That's a little scary. Gonna show you his round peg. <laughs> 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 uh, 
one tiny flower in his giant hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's fitting a round peg into a round hole, but yeah. just a different <laughs> scale going on. I'll find you uh, a Daffy Dale. <laughs> All right. So Imperial officers also take great pleasure in the intimidation factor that ogrins bring to any tactical briefing or social engagement. Yeah, I was just, I like I thought you were going to say I I thought you were going to say like on the battlefield as it as it struck me I was like probably politically pretty nice yep. to have like yeah. a giant on your side like the big friendly giant on your side right. Yeah. I bring friendly giant with homicidal tendencies. Yeah. Yeah. Different than the royal doll uh BFGs that we know and love but absolutely <laughs> yeah you don't want to hand the, the 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 omnibus over to a guy with an augrin bodyguard right He's yeah like, he, can't read, he can't read a thousand pages of legislation <laughs> yeah uh and that's that'll happen usually with more with officers but uh what i said earlier where uh he can you can get like a low-ranking officer or a regular guardsman um who win the the trust of of an ogrin that can happen too so like a frontliner could have their golden retriever come and save them oh that's cute yeah, right. Big whiskey yeah. cask under his neck, just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> digging you out, digging you out of a pile of bodies with his nose, <laughs> body, body, or pile of fucking tearded corpses. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I know that's a different dog, but yeah. <laughs> I love the. Uh, do Do they have on the Ogren planet their own version of Airbud, where it's an Ogren who's learned to play basketball? The court is empty. It's just the one Ogren who's just able to play basketball. And they're all amazed. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Luis we went out for a smoke at the bar the other night. We were talking, why aren't there more dog movies like there used to be, like Shiloh and Airbud? Why are more dogs? Cruelty like laws, probably. I think there are. I think there's probably just as many as there was back then. I bet you they're still making Airbuds. If I had to bet, they're still it's teaching just, dogs how to play. It's just you don't see you don't see there's commercials. No rule. <laughs> you don't see commercials anymore. You watch movie trailers. Like yeah. you'll hear an announcement. You'll go look up a movie trailer. Um, and I rarely look at movie trailers. If I'm yeah, not, and then you know. the like, if you did look watch movie trailers, I'm sure YouTube would recommend more of them. Yeah. Uh, but I bet you, like, they're marketed for kids, right? They were, they always yeah. were. So fair. Um, this I wouldn't market to a kid. Uh, a bulgrin is an ogren that is made uh, as carapace armor made out of discarded tank tracks and crude assault weaponry. So they're like the fully clad in metal um mecha type guys but not really mecha just more like metal okay. that's pretty cool and yeah. uh just uh just to cap it off there to tease our eventual airbud episode they haven't made one since 2013 10 years no air wow bring it back yeah huh There's i'm no sure they got sh- some shitty mo- some shitty dog movie equivalent these days do you guys remember mvp the skateboarding monkey i do oh my god i completely yeah. forgot him until you just said it most valuable primate, baby. I remember Holy eating pizza shit. with the, with the boys. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Been a while. Um, I'm looking at a picture of uh Bulgren models, I guess, right now. And yeah, they they're not they're not mechs, but they look like if big dumb humans wanted to dress up as mechs for Halloween, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> their, <laughs> their cosplay they have, like, as big mechs. metal like shoulder plate thing that goes down onto their chest. And then like a tank track that's connected to the bottom of their chest plate, and it goes yeah. under their grundle, like a <laughs> like like to, to protect their their underside. There's just like tank trap draped like underneath them. Nice like, and flexible. Yeah, and and breathy. Like the crotch part of his Borat swimsuit, you know. 
Mm-hmm. It's a, t- it's a tank tread. Super thin little tank treads there. Yeah. <laughs> There's your episode art. I've got, got a few good ones. The tank yeah. tread with the tank tread bikini. Uh, some wheeled power malls, which is cool as hell. I didn't know what a power mall was, but um, it's like a mall, but powerful order. Uh, I'd be like a rocket hammer. It's like power swords are, are like some of the melee weapons the Sisters of Battle use. So I know they are like a lightning infused sci-fi sword, basically. Okay. Somewhere between a lightsaber and uh, a, a regular sword. A power mall is essentially the same as a shock ball, a save that is surrounded in a power field like the other power weapons whose primary purpose is to create molecular disruption that can be lethal in close combat. So it's like a... A hammer that gives you cancer? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I thought fucking hitting my thumb was a problem. <laughs> Just watching uh, it swell up like, oh, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bulgrins, uh, they're basically the, the ammo soaker uppers. Like if you just saw like a bunch of low, uh, low tier gunmen kind of thing, and you approach them with some bullgrins, you'd be in pretty good shape because they'd be able to walk all the way up through the gunfire and then just start swinging the power mulls through the, the light ranged units. Give all the Belgians you're fighting cancer eventually. Yep. Uh, Ogren Karenites. Uh, what are these guys? They're detachments of the Imperial Mar- Army during the Great Crusade and Horus Heresy. Uh, they're assigned to the elite Solar Auxilia cohorts um when brute strength was required Karenite squads were only constituted of the physically powerful abhumans known as ogrins and these guys look like let me grab a picture for you a lot like the bulwark ones or not the bulwark ones the bulgrins where they're heavily armored but they don't have like the tank tracks and stuff uh, that is the exact same picture i was looking at actually than the one you posted for bulgrins oh that's perfect. Uh, and these are these are the Karenites. You can see in their hands they have like power tools. Um, yeah, I was gonna say power tools. These look like the uh, you know when Ripley fights uh, the alien mother at the end of Alien, like this the exosuit that she has kind of like oh, it looks yeah. like they have working exosuits, right? Yeah, yeah. for they working the Don't mines. have hands anymore. Uh, their hands are clearly gone and have been replaced by like rock grinding, like those yeah. rock grinding wheels, and one just has like a big. Like triple shear thing, like yeah. like a big yeah. pair of three headed scissors, basically. Yeah, when he when you're in the wool mines, you got to shear all the sheep. Yeah, 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 exactly. Honestly, this one in the middle that doesn't have a gas mask on looks like a giant human baby in like a robot's in like power armor. <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks like the X Men that covers up his whole body and runs through walls. Uh, the Juggernaut, Juggernaut. Yeah. They yeah, basically it's... are. They basically are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that the juggernaut this, bitch, sorry, <laughs> the Ogren Karenites, um, they are kind of the base of what eventually uh, the Bulgrins would become. Um, and they're also the base for uh, some of the chaos Ogrens, which we're going to get into now. I'll post a picture Ooh. of my favorite one. Well, if we let them keep their hands opposed to the big wool shears, would that be better? This they would fall to chaos, you fool. <laughs> this is one of the coolest ones. Um, oh, you can is, fight these in game. These are very cool. Yeah, the Ogren Berserkers. So they're heavily surgically altered using um, like neurological, biochemical processes. 
Um, so they start by lobotomizing the ogren. Uh, they turn it into a docile creature, unable to even feed itself, and becoming and so it's completely relying on its masters. Um, and then they have chemical um, injectors on the back, kind of um, like like it's two combat stims, right? It, well, it's the yeah. it's the meth that I was talking about earlier. It's or it's the it's the street drugs that they inject into sinners for the Sisters of Battle as well, right? Yeah, it's yeah. called the. the- Turn the turn the Mr. Jackal into or the Dr. Jackal into Mr. Hyde, but yeah. the starting point is already Mr. Hyde. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They dr- deliver a cocktail of highly dangerous drugs, um, including the banned combat drug called Slot. S-L-A-U-G-H-T. Um, okay. Slot was once favored by the notorious Flesh Terrors Space Marine Chapter and the World Aiders Trader Legion, uh, which stimulates the um, the subject's adrenaline glands and neural pathways um, to the brain that govern aggression. So, I like that they with this, You see, with this simple tincture, we can induce in them the kind of bloodlust euphoria that you would normally need five, six hundred bullets in a minigun to induce in one of these. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, so with this driven into overdrive, user becomes a raging psychopath driven by bloodlust that cannot be sated. Uh, there's other drugs in there as well uh, that give them more strength, um, even more abilities to block pain, which they're already quite good at. Um, there's also side effects um, like hallucinations and desire for self-mutilation that they have to look out for. Um, but other than that, super yeah, cool. Yeah, so when they're not in combat, they're just sitting there with big oven mitts on so they can't harm themselves, right? Yeah. Corpse their teeth. Yeah, a straight jacket fit made for Goliath, right? Yeah. Uh they're expendable troops. Um they're used in the awesome. siege of Vrax by the Vraxian traitor militia. And they're not supposed to survive their first encounter with the enemy. They're a one-use weapon. Um very, very strong, but you just throw them on the front line and they'll function up. Yeah, like you're not taking you're not taking them home with you whenever you leave. <laughs> not putting that thing back in the car. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. He's all hung over off of slot, and you're like, nah, yeah. it's gonna be he's, terrible. Yeah, I mean, like he's he's a big bloody mess. He's got a nice little loincloth with like a nice steel loincloth, like a jock strap, I guess. Uh like a steel cup essentially with the chaos undivided symbol on it oh, yeah. in blood. Yeah. But he's got like a, a mask on, but the mask looks like it's clearly designed to look like a cloth hood, like a like a burlap sack hood. Uh, with the eye holes cut out, but it also looks like it's made of flesh, like they've repurposed flesh for like a sack cloth hood, <laughs> uh, which is pretty cool. He's also missing his entire right arm for a a large pneumatic saw blade, uh, and his right arm has uh, hooks and knives all all strapped up to it, and <laughs> hooks and cha- hooks on chains, and then some knives on the end. Wolverine. Now. I don't know why it made you, made me think like you capture like a couple different video game characters like you get two humans you put sackcloth on their heads you capture the guy from little big planet you put flesh on his head <laughs> <laughs> sack boy yeah exactly <laughs> uh yeah like when the, the sack boy feds oh like abducting sack boy witnesses or whatever <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're going to go on to the last Ogren of the day, uh, which you can meet as well in uh, Dark Tide, a Warhammer 40k. Um, and these are the Plague Ogrens. 
And uh, let me grab a picture for you guys. But you can probably guess um, which god they're into. We talked about them uh, one time. Yeah, so I guess the uh, the the last ones you said, Chaos Ogrens? Are they just like, because he has a Chaos Undivided symbol on his jockstrap, like I said, but he does look like a corn, a corn fan. Less less slanesh, like we'd said kind of before. Like, yeah, yeah. This seems less about the the having fun, sexing people up. God, corn, yeah, corn is I really good it. at getting the ab humans on his side. Uh, it was mentioned somewhere okay. here. Yeah, blood okay. for the blood god. Honestly, exactly. it seems to come natural. Yeah, it seems to yeah. come naturally. And yeah, he's yeah. he's sexy, but not in like an orgy kind of way. Extra thick slanesh, skulls right? for the extra thick skull throne. But this <laughs> one, the plague one, the plague one would be a different guy who loves pustules and Nurgle, of course. Yeah, yeah I was gonna. Yeah, I was. I was, I was getting to it, but because yeah. like, I I don't know if you mentioned him being. The first one being corn specifically, but he looks oh. like a corn guy. And this guy definitely looks like a yeah. Nurgle guy with big old sacks all over. This guy got hit with the, the cancer hammer. Well, oh, so many times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Plague Ogrens you can run into in game. Um, like they just show up after a certain difficulty. They just show up at any point uh, and they're kind of hard to kill. They can like poison and stuff. Uh, I like them because I'm a heavy gunner and I have a grenade that can do half the health. So I just lay into them until he's at half health and throw a grenade and things are good. And I get that kill. And then everyone's like, Oh, Grin strong. And then I get to flex and it's very good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he got some of Nurgle's gifts, which include uh, hulking masses of bloated disease, flesh and twisted mutations. Um, they're, like sickly tumors and pus it's like they consider that a gift in some cultures <laughs> it's true yeah <laughs> in battle these creatures could prove almost impossible to kill and their merest touch brings a horrific death um they're believed to be created by the mysterious heretic astartes warman known as the tainted on vrax prime during the infamous siege of vrax which i don't think we've talked about the siege of vrax no no maybe did we? No, I don't. I don't think it came up in the Nurgle episode. No, but a faction devoted to Nurgle, uh, in its aspect as a mortifier of the flesh, they are said to have worked the darkest of the sorcerer's arts on the already distorted and chem augmented ogre and slave stock being used by the rebel forces on Vrax Prime. So they got a bunch of sick uh, and tired slaves, and they just made them thicker and I don't know, maybe less tired, but um, they're they're thicker. They're yep. the they're of all the Warhammer 40k Dark Tide classes. They're the ones with the biggest dump. They got the biggest dumper for sure. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Ogrins? Come on. I guess so. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Uh, do you know Nork Deadog? He's no, not personally. He, he's a nor. <laughs> I guess yeah. We're gonna finish with notable Ogrins. Uh, Nork okay. Deadog, uh, legend his own lifetime. Uh, he's fought as an Astro Militarium soldier. And uh, he had astonishing mental development that could only be like called precocious for one of his subspecies. Uh, he was really smart, so he kept the attention of the commissars of the Imperial Guard, and he found himself on special duties. And he's like the most loyal of the Imperial Guard. Uh, or, yeah, his loyalty is unsurpassed, so I guess you could say he's the most loyal. That's what that he means. He almost looks like an orc. Uh, I like this old model of him that's clearly from the 80s, where he does just I think look I'm like... 
I'm looking at the same one as you. It's like the first release model or something. The, the caricature of yeah, what is just, just like a, a drunk British guy. Yeah, here's a different I, angle. <laughs> it just all got great, great unflattering pictures of Nork Dedog. Yeah, he looks oh. like the big Sasquatch uh, Muppet from from the Muppets. Right. <laughs> yeah, so he's smarter than the average one. Uh, it looks like in his, he has a mechanical eye, too. So I'm not sure if he counts as... Uh, a bonehead, but uh, it doesn't say here. This one's great. Smart. He's got a little speaker on his shoulder, on his right shoulder, and his little speaker also has a jaunty hat. Oh. Which is how you, is how you can tell his rank is. <laughs> I think it's, is it maybe an exhaust for his like for a flavor or something. I don't know. Oh, there's one more notable one that it doesn't have a picture here, but his name's Urok. U R O K. And he served among the ranks of the 233rd Katachan Jungle Fighters for many years. Um, he, uh, he was tied at a very young age, so he's become incredibly attached to the little ones that he calls them that he serves alongside. Um, in game, you often call them runts. Like, where the runts go? Oh, okay. And whenever you're like not close to them. Um, but little ends, I guess, is the nice way of saying it. The result that I found here is he doesn't have a weapon in this one. He does have the bag over his head with the breathing pipes. But instead of a weapon, it look he just kind of snapped a telephone pole out of the ground and uses the concrete at the bottom okay. as, as a way to attack people. He had an old he had a friend named Gurion, uh, who who he loved. And um some orcs, the orc boys, shot Jur- Gurion. And Uruk was inconsolable for days, probably just weeping. Um, and now he's become hungry for revenge against the orcs. Um, so this is just a, an ogre that likes to go against orcs. It'd be a fun uh, roleplay reason to have those two groups fight. And yeah, lost a little in Gurion made him more aggressive than normal. He was less aggressive than some of his friends. And he started acting on his own initiative. Um, to fight back against the orcs. So Uruk, another notable one. If you ever want those folks to fight. Uh, then there's a list of all like the, the regiments of all ogre regiments and stuff. But I think this would be a good place to end. So yeah, um, all the ogren's tiny brains are probably full of information at this point. We, we, <laughs> we, we, we can stop here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to say thank you to Forshi, who is a sub and also who bought me this game. Um, for as a late birthday present last month. So thanks a lot for that. I probably wouldn't have played it nearly as much uh, or at all if you hadn't bought it. So I'm already at level 30 with my Ogren and I'm working on my veteran next. Uh, I think Psyker after that. Um, and we'll keep going. And the cat's going behind my PC. Melon. Yeah. Big, big shout out to Father Daddy Forshi. Long time, long time patron and supporter of the show. Yep. If you want to join the illustrious ranks of Forshi and other patrons, you can go to patreon.com slash the lore boys. Uh, Peter, what's going on with you? How's Instagram these days? Good. At lore boys podcast on Instagram. I'd like to thank Jamie specifically for the emergency episode here. Uh, I've had a lot of fun with that. I've been having fun with Dark Tide as well, playing with them. It is on Game Pass for poor people or people whose birthdays are too long in the past to justify gifts from, like me. <laughs> Obviously, that's why I didn't get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, at Lowboys Podcast on Instagram. Um, towards the tail end of working on my comic here, so I'll be, and that'll be released through Lore Boys. So I'll have to figure out how, and I'll have a proper timeline early 2024. 
or late 2023, depending on how much fucking sleep I can get. But uh, yeah, very exciting that we're going to be taking care of this project I've had cooking now for like two years, two and a half even for uh, just just through this, which has been pretty cool. And um, yeah, we saw some people joining who might want extra content at present. Sometimes I'll show a picture of one of my toys every month. That's your extra <laughs> content on Instagram, but that is at Loreboys Podcast. We don't know how to do socials very well, so don't, don't know <laughs> what to we... tell you. We know how to do them better than we do them, but <laughs> that's fair. That yeah. is, yeah. But I think what's discouraging for me is even if I gave it a hundred percent effort, they'd still be really bad. You know? Yeah. Like if I if I you... felt like I was making a noticeable difference, right? Then, you can uh, learn any skill. Eighty uh, percent of any skill in twenty percent of the time it would take to become a okay, master. Mr. Corporate Trainings. Chill. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I've had enough work. You caught me. You caught month. me. <laughs> Our yeah. new loreboys.com website. I figured out how to create six or seven draft posts. Did not immediately figure out how to post an image and just gave up. Yeah, <laughs> Pete, Pete hounded me for weeks to get Squarespace set up for him. I finally got it set up. And he's like, okay, I'm never going to learn how to use this. I was like, I, was right. I will now. <laughs> I will now, yeah. The, the, one of the things I thought of was like, well, before I release this comic, we need a functional website. Because one of the reasons, one of the things I had against my last business partners was not having a website in 2023. Yeah, he <laughs> says not updating his own website. Yeah. Hey, at least it's yeah. there. <laughs> Better than nothing. Uh, if you want to support the show like i said there's patreon there's also leaving us reviews or telling your friends it's uh, the only as we just said we don't have a social media presence so the only way that you or anybody else has found the show is probably from uh just happening to get the algorithm to share with you something that somebody else with your tastes like on some platform so, so far pretty uh, good. you're yeah. doing a great job at it though yeah please do that uh we're continuing to grow every day thanks to the hard hard work and love and support of all the people out there like yourself um and if you could support the show that way, we'd super, super appreciate it. Uh, as always, we have uh, Lore Boys Prime, where, as you guys know, I am the uh, I'm the most average person in a room anytime an IQ test is being compared to anybody. But I am still the smartest Lore Boy. Uh, we are we are going to be recruiting some people to be dumber than Jamie and Pete. <laughs> uh, so we need some people to sign up who are real dumb, real that's, dumb that's as a bag of crazy. Dumb. We increase our IQ as we just lower that. Uh, lower the, the average, average exactly. in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's it. what I did in making this show. And now I'm right. going to, I'm extending that olive branch to you guys and showing Great. you guys my tips and tricks after seven years of recording together. Great. Uh, so, yeah, if you think you're dumb enough to join uh, the Lore Boys, the Lore Boys <laughs> crew, the LBC, then uh, you can crunch at us. Contact at loreboys.com. I, I forgot. Uh, speaking of, of fighting dumb, one of the grenade slots for or uh, Ogrens is just a rock. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, just, it's like a cinder block. Yes. <laughs> and you can you can either have five rocks to throw at your enemies or one big grenade. Um, so so you know what, you let us know what you want to throw and maybe I would go out. with I would go with rock. In The Last of Us, the brick was my absolute favorite weapon. The okay. brick was like better than some of the guns in yeah. The Last of Us. It yeah. was like more accurate because the melee throughs would lock on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and bricks come fully upgraded, right? Yeah, True. exactly. True. Uh, I think that would constitute it. Lore boys. Lore boys. Lore boys. Out. Out. Where's the stop button?
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 